from the weak minds, they can stay soft. You can change lives, you create thoughts, never waste time. You got one shot, you got one life, better pop off. What do you like? Make a dream job. No nine five, no mean boss, just my life and free thoughts. You could try to play, but you're never gonna be me. Look the other way, what I'm doing ain't easy. Bloody and stained from the people. Hello, my friends. My name is DJ Soto, and I'm the commander of Rescue Squad One. We are a medical organization in the Star Citizen universe. And that's what this podcast is mostly about. I mean, we're gamers, we're geeks, we're going to talk about all things gaming, virtual reality, space games. I mean, Bethesda is coming out with Starfield. That's looking fantastic. And so, man, we'll talk about all things, but it's mainly about being a space medic in the Star Citizen universe. And there's a lot to talk about. Uh, when it comes to Star Citizen, inside the game, outside the game, there's controversy. Uh, we can talk about ships. We can talk about the emergent gameplay. We can talk about all these things. And I'm excited to share our story. And I'm excited to have members our, of our community from what well, we call them. Uh, the abbreviation is RS1. Um, the community from Rescue Squad 1, RS1, to come on and tell their story. And it'll be fun. I'd like to get some co-hosts in here, members of the community, uh, to share what their experiences have been. And it's going to be great. Now, I know uh, Star Citizen is an alpha. So you're like, man, you know, why are you doing a podcast on a game that's not even fully released? It's not even in beta. It's not even um, in gold yet. Uh, well, uh, there's a lot to say, but let's just say this for now. And maybe we'll expand this more over time. Star Citizen is a very special experience. And I know when I say that, <laughs> there's there's probably haters, there's probably critics, and you know that's fair. And we'll have those fair conversations. Well, at least we'll try to. Um, but there's something special about Star Citizen that I haven't experienced before in a video game, and something that's drawn me to it that's really got me hooked. And there's some nuance to that story as well. I mean, I love. I mean, my history. I, I love MMOs. I love um, gameplay that reflects that. I love space, sci-fi, and man, you you package that all together, and Star Citizen, Star Citizen really fits the bill. Um, there's such a unique gameplay experiences, and and really, you know, I'll, I'll be uh, talking a little bit about how I, I got into it, really excited about it, then almost quit. Uh, but there's something special that happened, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. And really, today's episode is more about like how I got into Star Citizen. So we'll bring in some legacy gamers that have been playing Star Citizen early on, and they can speak well into the origins, the Kickstarter, the controversy, you know, all of that. I just want to share what I've experienced. Um, and it's only been within the past year, couple years that I've gotten into Star Citizen, uh, maybe over a year ago. I I don't even know how I discovered that. I was just kind of thinking about the other thinking about that the other day. Like, well, how did I know hear about it? Because I totally missed like the Kickstarter and the and the development throughout the past few years. Uh, but there was something about it that just piqued my interest, and so I think that uh, it's interesting because I don't really get into like like modding or alphas or betas, or I just wait for the game to be fully released. So, what was it about Star Citizen? Uh, that pulled me in. And and so, and there's some things that I'll share about that. Uh, the other one, side note, was was a dual universe. Uh, that game um, I checked out as well. wasn't as fleshed out, I think. And um, and, and maybe you, you dual universe fans out there, maybe you're like, man, it's a great game. And so I might have to give it another try. I, I, I don't want to speak negatively about it just because it probably deserves a fair shake like Star Citizen does. Um, but man, I remember like over a year ago getting into Star Citizen and really 
I think um, it's it's best to call it a simulation. That's really what it feels like. Um, it's not. It, there's a game aspect to it. Obviously, it's a a gaming experience, but it feels like a, a simulation. There's such a realism um, that's a part of it. Where whether it's waking up in an apartment, taking the elevator, finding public transit to go to the spaceport calling in your ship, getting in your ship, calling for a departure. You know, there's all these things that are very realistic. The realism is very, has, has a very deep, realistic feel to the game. And then that's just starting things out. And we're not talking about acquiring weapons, heading out into the verse, as they uh, affectionately call it. So if you hear me say the verse, I think we're talking, we're, we are talking about the Star Citizen universe. And whatever got me into the game, um, I remember getting in there, waking up at Port Alasar. So you veteran players um, know what Port PO is, but for Port, uh, maybe people who have never played the game, Port Alasar is a, a space station that's orbiting around a crusader. Um, and it's where it's right above Orison. And we'll talk about all these things um, in detail. Maybe we'll do a whole podcast on the system, the star system of Star Citizen. But I remember waking up with my character. There's no tutorial, by the way. That's something to keep in mind. I think they're working on one. Uh, there's no tutorial. So you, you really, at this point, you have to get on YouTube. Uh, getting a friend or an org, we'll also talk about that uh, later. That's really important. Uh, but for me, it was just kind of just trying to figure it out. And uh, a few deaths along the way. <laughs> That's part of the Star Citizen experience is to die. So, But I remember... You know, going in, calling my ship, I believe I my starter ship was the uh, 300i, I believe. Uh, let me, let me, uh, yeah. I, I believe my starter ship was the 300i. You know, I, I can't even remember if I started out with the Aurora Mustang and immediately upgraded. I think I went right for the 300i. And again, we're going to talk about like, uh, like ships in Star Citizen, that's a whole, that's multi, that's multiple podcasts. That's more than just one. Because what drew me to the 300i is I is now that I've discovered that I love the origin design, I, I'm drawn to that. So currently I have the 600i, but back then the 300i, and flew that around for a long time. And I've fr- flown multiple ships, and it was just a, a, a brilliant game in my experience. And sure, there were bugs, and that's a whole other. <laughs> I keep talking about episodes that we're going to be talking about, like the planetary system. Uh, we're going to be talking about ships. We're going to be talking about bugs. We're going to be talking about all these things. Uh, lots of topics, lots of content. But uh, just to get in your ship, fly, go do a delivery mission, landing at an outpost, picking up a box. By the way, we haven't even gotten to like bounty hunting. We haven't even gotten to like emergent gameplay, like Jump Town. Man, this is, I'm just talking about a delivery mission. And I think looking back, I realized, man, this is pretty amazing. This is very special. And I fell in love with it. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Um, I, I really just played by myself for the longest time because I didn't have friends that I was going to pull into an alpha that was pretty buggy. And, and certainly when I got in there, there were bugs. And for you legacy gamers or you legacy citizens, uh, you're like, those bugs are nothing. You should have seen the bugs way, way back in the day. So, man, ex- yeah, experiencing some bugs. And you know that's going to happen in, in an alpha experience. But um, I'll be honest with you, amazed by the game, loved it. It was incredible. The scale, the sense of realism, 
the everything about it was just so cool. Uh, but then the bugs, right? The bugs. If you guys know what I'm talking about. Uh, side note: Here at the publishing of the podcast here in October of 2022, I feel like there's less bugs than ever. I can go a full session without a you know a game breaking bug or something crashing. Or um, so that's that's good. That's interesting. That's a step forward. I don't know if anybody else is experiencing that or not. I think there's even in the past six months been some lo- uh, some great strides. I believe in its whatever they're doing to fix that. Um, but um, yeah, I almost quit. So let's talk about that. I almost quit Star Citizen because there were too many bugs. I couldn't even finish the delivery mission. The box would get stuck to my hand. The game would crash. I don't know. Something would happen. And it just felt like it was just frustrating. And I felt like I wasn't really moving forward in the game. And I was playing by myself. And so, and to be fair, I didn't get into mining or, you know, really into bounty hunting a whole lot. And so there's this, all these other things, mining, bounty hunting, uh, piracy, uh, cargo, um, that I hadn't fully dived into, but, um, so I remember that I felt like I was like wrapping up my time with star citizen. Hey, I'll come back in the future when they flesh this out a little bit more. And then I met this guy at grim hex. Now grim hex is kind of like, what's that star Wars, uh, Moss Eisley. What's that place in star Wars where it's like the, the, the riffraff and the villain villains and kind of like this, uh, seedy underground type of place. I think it was Mos Eisley. I'll have to look it up, but, um, I'll look it up right now. Um, Mois Eisley Katina. Yeah, that's, yeah. The dimly lit tavern known for its strong drinks, hot tunes, and occasional outbreaks outbreaks of shocking violence. Yeah, so if we can borrow that from the Star Citizen, or excuse me, from Star Wars. Yeah, most likely. But that's Grim Hex. That's where the outlaws go. That's the only place you can go in the Star Citizen universe if you have a crime stat, if you've committed a crime. And I was there. I don't know if I was there because of crime, but I was hanging around there. I think maybe I was looking for a sniper rifle at the time. I don't think you can buy sniper rifles there anymore. And um, I ran into this guy. There's in-game voice chat. Um, and I said, you know, hey, man, what's up? We just got to talking. And frankly, we were just about to go our own ways. I was about to go on my solo journey as a star citizen. Um, and he's like, hey, do you want to join up? You want to squad up? You want to, you know, you know, pop in my Discord? We'll, we'll get into VC. And yeah, hop in my ship. I was like, yeah, sure, man. Because up to that point, the only ship that I've been in was the 300i. And I, by the way, I love the 300i. Fantastic ship. Loved it. And it was just a uh, these ships uh, you, you really get it, uh, attached to. You really got to connect um, with you know, how the ships are. Uh, they become meaningful. And we'll talk about that. I know someone listening might, who's never played, like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what, what are you even, you know, what do you mean to get attached to your ships? So he took me on a ship and I've never been in a, a large ship before. And this is not even a considered a large ship in star citizen, just a larger ship than my 300. I, he took me on what I came to find out was the mercury star runner. As a matter of fact, I made a video about it and I'll post it in the show notes. And at the time I didn't know what any of the ships were. I had to like, you know, discord, send some DMS just to say, Hey, what ship is this? Oh, it's the mercury star runner. Oh, cool. What's this one? A Vanguard warden. Okay. So now I'm kind of a most, up to date with ships for the most part. Um, members of Rescue Squad One, especially legacy members uh, like Drex, man, they know all the ships and all the details. And, and some players, and maybe Drex does too, knows like 
how fast they go, how many health points the hole has or the shields or something like that. But um, so he took me on his Mercury Star Runner. And at Grim Hex, I got in the, the passenger seat and he called for a departure. And so at Grim Hex, those doors started to open into space. Kind of, it's just really epic to kind of experience that in and of itself. And then he turned to me and he says, we got a problem. Uh, short story long, there was somebody with a bounty inside our ship. I think he saw him come in. I think he was walking around with us. And I think from what I remember, he checked the bounty list that's a part of Star Citizen, like player bounty, uh, those players that have committed a crime. And he looked and saw that, that guy, he has a bounty on his head. So this, there was, we had a criminal in the back of the Mercury Star Runner. And presumably, this guy was going to kill us. He was going to, as soon as we got out of the armistice zone where we're protected, where you can't fire, as soon as we get out that zone, which was very close, um, he was probably going to kill us. That was, you know, looking back, I didn't fully realize all that was going on. And so he said, get, you know, we got out of our, got, we got out of our seats. He said, get your gun out. I got my gun out clumsily. Like it wasn't as natural and quick as I can do it now. I was like, all right, let me see. I got to hold down. All right, here's my gun. You know, I did have, I did have a gun. It was like an SMG had a scope on it and some weapons. So at least I got that part. And he says, on the count of three, I'm going to open this door. And you'll see this in the video. And so one, two, three, boom, open door. We were about to fire, but he wasn't there. He says, all right, let's go to this, uh, scour the ship. Let's search the ship. If you see him, kill him. So we go down this hallway. He turns left. I go right. If you guys are familiar with the Mercury Star Runner, uh, if you're going uh, away from the from the cockpit and you take that right where the uh, chessboard is, that little lounge area or something like that, and I think there's a secret passage there, if I'm not mistaken. Open the door. I came around the corner. There he was, dude. And I just go boom, 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 boom. And I was able to get him, which is incredible, right? Because I never, I don't think I had a PvP moment up until that point, um, particularly um, like uh, as a troop, as you know, with uh, holding a gun, um, maybe ship to ship and obviously got destroyed. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about my dogfight skills later. Took him out. The other guy was like, oh, man, great job. You did fantastic. And so I was really excited. And so so that little five-minute world from going being a solo player, going into this like multi-crew like adventure, that, that really just changed the game for me. The game was already great, bugs and all. I was going to take a break, come back later. But that was that just opened up the uh, – that night opened up the world where I just experienced so much of the Star Citizen universe – um, I, I experienced various ships, various adventures, and it was really um, what got me and kept me in the game. Um, I knew it was—I knew it was a great game. I knew there was, you know, a lot of a lot of potential, um, a promising future. But that experience really kept me in the game, and not not just literally that. Because let me tell you what happened. So uh, he gave me a tour of the Star Runner. Uh, right, right after that, which was so cool. Um, there's no game that I know of. Someone correct me if I'm wrong. Where you can, at that detail and that level of detail, walk through your ship. Um, I think Starfield is going to be. You're going to be able to do that. Starfield's looking really good to that degree. But there's no space MMO or even other ship that I that I can recall that had such a large, expansive um, inner workings of a ship. Like like the Star Runner. Like if you guys are familiar with the Star Runner, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So I got to tour the Star Runner, all the like going through the tunnels and the un- underneath the um, the catwalks and all that. And then he took me out to meet his crew. And this is where it just kept the night just kept getting crazier and crazier. Uh, ships that we got on, like we uh, did an air tr- uh, a zero G transfer. 
off the Mercury Star Runner, and then we got into the Vanguard Warden. And I didn't know what it was at the time. I had to DM him later for the YouTube video. I mean, I was like, hey, uh, what's this shit? Because it's the Vanguard Warden. So, um, and that was a lot of fun. Got in there, got a little tour of that, of the Vanguard Warden. Um, and then the Vanguard Warden, we flew over to do a dynamic event. Again, this is going to be a, a podcast in and of itself, dynamic, dynamic events. It was the Xeno threat for you Star Citizen fans. Uh, we'll talk about Jumptown, Siege of Orison. Uh, nine tails, but this is the Xeno threat. Um, and I, I've never been a part of a world event. And so, but before we did that, they took me over to see the Javelin. The Javelin is going to be, uh, from, what, from what I understand, uh, the largest player ownable ship, the largest ship that a player can own. And the thing was massive. I mean, you just, the, the uh, Vanguard Warden, which is, I thought, huge because that's his, you know, the Mercury Star, Star Runner, the Vanguard Warden was as big as I've gotten into. And we flew around the Javelin. I was like, that's crazy. The Javelin is going to be sweet. It's going to be awesome. So I can't wait for that. So we did a tour of that. And then we, uh, they wanted to switch ships. So we went over and um, we got the 600i, which I own now. But at the time, I was like, what is this? This is amazing, right? So they got me into the 600i. We got in. We got in one of the seats. And we went to the Xeno Threat. And I was able to pilot one of the turrets. And do some uh, space combat, man. See, that was just a lot of fun. And I think that's where um, I, Star Citizen really shines. I, I like the solo gameplay. I think that's great. Just going out on the in the verse by yourself sometimes is just relaxing. And you have your thoughts to yourself. But, man, when you team up with people and you do multi-crew and you get together in an organization, it really takes on an, a, a different life. The game just exponentially becomes a better experience when you start connecting with people. And I know it's hard because some people are like, man, I see people in comments like TikTok, you know, we've gotten a lot of traction on TikTok. People are really just fascinated by space, space medics and rescues and Star Citizen and the Cutlass Red and the medical gameplay that they've introduced recently. Uh, people are really fascinated by that. So we got a lot of TikTok views and people on Reddit. And, um, but, you know, doing it by yourself is one thing and then doing it with the crew, I think is much more enjoyable. So even if you're like a solo-esque type of player, it's good to connect with orgs or discords or multi-crew, get your friends in there because that really makes it that much better. Getting in larger ships, multi-crew ships, and then when you, you know, by the time you're up to the Carrick and the 890 jump, uh, man, what an experience you can have um, in Star Citizen. It's it's pretty amazing. So we did the Xeno Threat it was amazing. We had a great time, got a ton of money. Uh, we were flying back and I think we were doing a tour of the 600i and I got into the back of the elevator and I fell out. I just fell out in space, got quantum yeeted into space and quantum bug. And everyone was like, oh man, that stinks. And I was like, ah, oh, here we go. You know, another bug. Uh, but in the end of the video, and I don't want, I guess I'll give away the ending. Um, I've never seen the 890 jump. 890 jump is a massive ship. And so they sent someone to pick me up and they sent uh, the 890 and do that thing came around from behind me and just like spun. And it was incredible. It was amazing. You'll hear in the, the video, my voice is like, Whoa, what ship is that? And they're like, this is the 890 jump. And then I had to like go find the entrance and I walked around, got a tour of that. Um, yeah, that was an incredible moment. I think that was a, really pivotal moment to stay in the game, to experience all that it has to offer, to multi-crew, 
to check out other gameplay loops, like mining, cargo, you know, all these different th- types of things that you can get into. Bounty hunting, I really started getting into that. Still need a lot of work on my dogfighting skills, but um, it was still fun to to jump into that and experience that. So, yeah, that's that was my introduction into well, not my introduction to Star Citizen. That that was the moment of Star Citizen where I really, really got into the game. And um, I'll talk more about in future episodes. Man, we'll get the community in here to do this podcast with me. Um, but yeah, it was it was awesome. It was a lot of fun. And then I got um, you know different ships. And I'm just going to give you just a quick you know lowdown of what led up to today. And I'll go back in in next episodes and maybe fill in the details. But you know, I tried out a bunch of different ships. Um, the Avenger Titan was a great ship. Missed that ship. Uh, flew around um, with some other ones like the 400i. I thought it was great. Had a great time with that. Constellation series. I think I did most many of them uh, from the Taurus to the Andromeda to the Phoenix. And right now, my main two ships would be the 600i and the Cutlass Red. Now, I want to talk about the Cutlass Red more. Not today because we're going to wrap up the podcast for today. Uh, maybe in next episode, how I really got into medical gameplay, how that became my my primary thing, how I enjoyed taking my Cutlass Red out with missions or for missions and paying attention to those that needed uh, medical rescues or transportation. And we'll talk about that, a couple of viral videos on TikTok, uh, one with over a million views. And from that really spurred a community of like-minded individuals who wanted to be, be a part of the rescue. Uh, medical gameplay and to form an alliance under that mission and vision to rescue players all across the star citizen galaxy. And that's how rescue squad one was formed. We got stories about that. Uh, how I met Apollo. I was flying to Orison. Apollo is the other commanding officer, um, fleet commander of rescue squad one. I was flying to Orison and he was flying away in an Andromeda. And I, I just sent him a, and by random, I just sent him a, uh, like a ping or, um, like a, a hail, if you will, like video chat. And he responded and we got to chatting. We flew around for a bit and yeah, we, we formed a relationship and we are the two original founders uh, of rescue squad one. And then, yeah, we'll talk about a little bit about all that led up to that and the people joining the server. I think there's over, over 500 people in the rescue squad one discord server. Um, Certainly hundreds of thousands and perhaps, I, I don't know, I don't want to exaggerate, perhaps millions of views across all our videos about rescuing. Um, I'll, I'll go look at that later. I don't want to be an exaggerator, but um, yeah, certainly over at least a million views because one of them has over a million views. Um, and that's not so much a flex, but just more of like uh, just communicating the excitement and interest that the gaming community has to see this emergent medical gameplay and the uniqueness of that. You just kind of really haven't seen that as far as I can tell. Uh, someone can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and we'll talk about the current state of RS1. We're, we're at the, the moment of this podcast. Uh, we're almost at 200 rescues, which is amazing. 200 rescues in Star Citizen Rescue Squad 1. So that's exciting. A lot of cool stuff to come. Um, if you're listening to this and you're part of the RS1 crowd, man, get in here. Come be a co-host. Come tell your story. You know, it'll be fun. Looking forward to it. You don't need to put your, uh, you know, video on. You can just use an image and uh, just record audio. This is mainly an audio podcast, or I'm sure we'll throw this video up on um, on YouTube or something like that. But yes, thanks, guys. Our mission is to rescue players all across the galaxy. Rescue Squad 1 and Star Citizen. Until next time, 
Be safe out there. Better stay tall, ready for a fight, believe me. When they try to change, you can say no, free me.